You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, meritorious merrymakers and mer people and mer folk. Uh, welcome to Good Job Brain, <laughs> your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 144. And of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your medley of meddlesome medalists who meditate about uh, Medusas. And merfolk. And merfolk. Yeah. I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. Karen, every time you talk about mermaids or merfolk, I think about your story about how mermaids reproduce. <laughs> like your question. <laughs> oh, like, bow, bow. How in-depth the theory was. About oh, I think that was in our first Monsters episode. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And I was like, yeah. how do, do merfolk yeah. reproduce? Let's, Painfully. Let's really find out. I, yeah. I think you edited it down, though. It was like a long, <laughs> long in-depth. <laughs> so according to this, uh, we're like, we'll up, what? We'll show up in the Good Job Brain archives someday. The unedited. <laughs> well, the, the, the ovaries would be here. And For the, check uh, out this diagram. Every I think of mermaids every time I put both of my child's legs accidentally <laughs> into the same pant leg. <laughs> Part of that. <laughs> I think about when I... Every time, like after that episode and how we talked about the Starbucks. The Starbucks, yes. Yeah, she's, she's a Melusine. Yeah, Melusine. Yes. Um, that sent me into a frenzy like, okay, or then how my... do they reproduce? <laughs> I knew you. And I looked that up too. I feel like you need to write an article or something. <laughs> about how Only if it's accompanied by your drawings. <laughs> yeah, like, I think yeah. it needs to have, like, yeah. Like like MS, arrows, MS, MS paint level. Yeah, lots lots of arrows and circles. Question yeah. marks. I have a, I have a room yeah. in my office that's like those uh, murder boards with yards. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, articles. Exactly. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. <laughs> Pages torn out from Victoria's Secret and Aquarium World. Like X's on yeah. legs. <laughs> Won't work. Too small. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, whoo. Uh, before we start, very quickly, I have uh, some housekeeping here. Uh, a couple of people online, after we talked about uh, Michael Jordan and his uh, re- many retirements and many comebacks, I, I mentioned how when he uh, came back the first time, you know, the the league had fined him for switching numbers, for switching from 45 to 23 uh, without alerting them first. And, you know, a couple of people, uh, it's funny, had reached out and asked me uh, online sort of the same thing that I had always heard originally. And I didn't have time to mention this. You know, it's like, oh, well, part of the fine was because the the number had been retired, that when he retired the first time, the Bulls, you know, of course, are like, oh, well, up in the rafters, number 23. We don't, we're not going to let anyone else on the Bulls never going to wear this number. And that that was part of the fine. And in fact, that's not true. The league, the league really doesn't care what individual teams do with retired numbers. You know, their attitude is basically like, that's great with the team <laughs> if you know. yeah okay. if you yeah. want to retire that's between you and the team uh but the fine really was just purely for changing numbers mid-season without clearing it with the league it wasn't anything to do with his having retired by the bulls or anything like that and then just for a little bit extra little fun fact here something else i also didn't get to mention was so of course when he retired the final time from the bulls they did retire it so there will never be anybody else who wears number 23 for even the bulls. if he comes back <laughs> i hope for his slim chance for everybody's sake i hope he doesn't come back <laughs> at this point but uh what also happened is the miami heat 
They retired the number 23 as well as an honor to Michael Jordan. But I thought LeBron James is 23. Uh, he wears 23 on the Cavs. Oh, okay. So when he got to the Miami Heat, uh, when, as when he traded there, he actually had to change his number. So he was number six. Good point, though. Oh. Right. He couldn't wear number 23 because the Heat had retired it, saying, like, Michael Jordan, you were such an awesome competitor, basically. We're never going to have another player wear number 23. Oh, which I think that's huh. pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty wow. cool for a, a rival team to do that means uh, are there other teams that weird that also did that no one no other team has has done that example that that's that's kind of a unique thing yeah wow. team. yeah league leagues have retired uh entire numbers before like you know the nhl for instance has retired number 99 you know because of you know wayne gretzky so like the entire <laughs> league i was thinking in my head i was like because you know yeah sorry sorry I was like, because it's almost 100 and they can't have three digits oh, no. I was like, I, I, like, I want to say Gretzky, but I'm not gonna because I'm gonna say it, and then it's, it's gonna wrong. be something else. Yeah. So anyway, okay. just a little bit more to to the story of Michael Jordan and the Bulls and their fines and why they were getting fined. To continue with the housekeeping here, we did have an we had an um actually against our own trivial pursuit card. It was a question about the shot clock in international basketball. Yes. Right? Uh, Olympics basketball. Okay, right. right. It was how long is the shot clock? And I think I had guessed twenty four and they were like, No, card basically said it's thirty. Mm-hmm. And I went, I you know, after we're done recording, I'm like, That doesn't seem right. And I looked it up and sure mm-hmm. enough, that card predated a rule change. Yeah. So it and, is twenty four. And the rule seconds. change was not recent, right? The rule <laughs> yeah. change was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. It was like over a decade ago. Well, you know, we try to bring out the old Trivial Pursuit cards just to change things up, and, yeah. you know, sometimes this happens. Well, yeah. That's you, know, right. you never know. Yeah. It's it was, always going to be outdated. It was correct at one point, much like uh, our first <laughs> segment, uh, Pop Quiz Hot Shot. Oh! And this, and, and this week it is uh, everyone's least favorite, 1960s <laughs> Jeopardy! Yeah, talk uh, about being outdated. Talk about a version of the Jeopardy home game that we found at a flea market here near Collins Place. <laughs> Uh, with questions and answers uh, from the 1960s, no no warranty of any kind is implied yeah. here. Um, <laughs> the questions are now mostly impossible, uh, but however, I have picked out a category for us to go through. All right, and the category is odds and ends. Okay, and that means in fact that there is no category. These are five kind of random grab bag, oh, okay. random okay. grab like, bag. Okay. potpourri, as okay. they would have called okay. it okay. in okay. 1990s Jeopardy. For $20, knee bends, dish pie, and the blue sea. (laughs) Knee knee bends, dish pie, and the blue sea. Colin. What are dances? No. I'm sorry, you've lost $20. (laughs) Dish pie. Dish pie. Knee bends. Knee bends and the blue sea. Dish 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 pie. pie. What does that even mean? like that is the connection. Yeah, right. That's if you can figure out (laughs) that. Dish pie. Knee bends, dish pie, and the blue sea. (laughs) Karen. What is the Mediterranean? (laughs) No, no. The answer is, what is deep? Deep knee bends, deep dish pie, oh, deep. and oh, the deep blue sea. I think the dish pie, dish pie was the part I was like, wow. As in Chicago deep dish pizza pie. So like yeah. deep yep. blank yep. blank for people, all of them. People from the 1960s would have got it, apparently. <laughs> wow, that was, that was, that's, like that's your $20 question. Okay, here's your $40 question. <laughs> language said to be the language of love. Karen. Uh-huh. 
What is French? Yes, indeed, French. Okay. Uh, for $60, substance used to dry ink before blotters were invented. Oh. Substance used to dry ink before blotters were invented. Substance. Dana. Wind. <laughs> Before? No. No. Uh, uh, powder, like talcum powder. I'm sorry, all answers must be in the form of a question. Dang it! What is powder? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? The, the substance apparently is sand. Oh. Apparently they'd sprinkle sand on ink to dry it. Okay. Oh, before. actually I've heard that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay, well, oh, there we go. they, they mm-hmm. brush it and off just brush after. brush it off. Sure. Oh. Did not know that. Yeah. For $80, a loaded card deck. Okay. A loaded card deck. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. A loaded Man. card deck. A loaded. Oh, okay, shit. like it's going to be another wordplay thing yeah. or category thing. Not, not, no, not, I think not I pun, think maybe but... there's a name of like a loaded card, like deck. with all including the jokers or something. Shears. What is fifty four? No, yeah, I think uh, you're thinking that's too puzzle like. I think it's loaded gonna, yeah. as in uh, someone has manipulated. Yeah, it. yeah. that's what I yeah. think too. Oh, but like, I, but I'm, I'm trying to think what's the question yeah, to get to this be? answer. A cheat. It's a one word oh. answer. It's a it's a word that is used to. Describe this deck has been blank. Yeah. What is stacked? It is stacked. stacked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Stacked. A stacked deck. Okay. The deck has been stacked <laughs> against you. Yeah, I know. I feel like there are other synonyms. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all I can give you is what's on this, the paper. This 1960s Jeopardy feels more like definitions yeah. rather than <laughs> trivia. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, and for one hundred dollars American, okay. the small band of flesh around a fingernail. Oh. Karen. What is cuticle? What is it? Cuticle, yeah. yes. Maybe people didn't pay as much attention to their cuticles in the uh, in the 1960s <laughs> as we do now in the 10s. There are two of these on your face, and you use them to see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a simpler time. It was yeah. a simpler time. They just didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> on your face. Dan is so bitter. <laughs> All right, good job, Brains. Thank you for our outdated trivia with trivia. air quotes. Well, Definition, synonym. <laughs> our our yeah. puzzle segment. <laughs> All right, so today's show, uh, the theme was suggested by Mr. Eric S. Stubblefield. Hmm, Don't no. know if it's a real or fake name. Probably it's fake. awesome. Probably fake. Stubblefield. It's this plausible. Is, should, we can yeah. agree it's at least plausible. This is like, a, like a oh, like oh, Harry's like stubble. He should talk stubble. to our sponsor. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, oh, that's true. Yeah, rid of that stubblefield. There's a just, famous uh, football player, Dana Stubblefield. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Eric wrote in via email, and he goes, "Hey guys, love the podcast. I have included a picture of a retro Pepsi Cola sign. Hmm. How about a quiz on product mascots? Um, so hmm. he sent us a picture of a, a of a old." mascot called pete hmm. pete and pepsi okay it's kind of just like a like an old tiny dude uh, um i thought well it wouldn't be cool if we had a show about uh old mascots current mascots history of mascots so today we're talking about mascots when i was young saw football games at the great big stadium could tell the fans from out of town by the clowns that they had on 20,000 red cowboy hats
when we agreed to do uh, mascots for this episode, I think it was just all four of us implicitly understood that I would take the sports angle. If there was any sports mascots, I would talk about sports mascots. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Because I, I, I love all the yeah. lore, uh, and I knew that you guys uh, might not be at, that interested. Or oh, have no. The I, I, I oh, totally yeah, yeah. am for sports yeah. mascots. But you have, no, yeah. you have no grounding in it. Yeah, it's because no, you can't no. just like do a crash course in it. Yeah, it's something that you have to kind of build up over time. The, the breadth and depth of mascots and sports, at Farm least especially in America. And, oh, yeah, it's colleges. So, yeah. College, yeah, college, college in particular. Oh, we had yeah. to, I think in our elementary school, they had us vote on what we wanted our, uh, our mascots to be. I <laughs> was think it I, a cat? I, no, I think I picked the gerbils, and I think we ended up... <laughs> it I was think, an open ballot? Or well, a... in, Nor- in North Brentford, the high school was the uh, Thunderhawks, which is not uh. even a thing. Um, so, uh, it sounds cool. It, doesn't it, though? Yeah. Doesn't it, though? Uh, and I think that's what we ended up going with for the elementary school. I don't know. Thunderhawks is pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. The, the college, like, seriously, college mascots could be an entire podcast just on its own, like, ranging from real, actual animals, you know, like, Karen, I know you know Ugga, right? The, oh, yeah, uh, the bulldog. The bulldog for University of Georgia, okay. you know, so UGA, Ugga uh, is the okay. dog's name. And then Yale yes. also is Handsome Dan, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think, also yeah, a also a bulldog. Um, I the, know my dog. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you know, uh, do you know Mike the Tiger? <laughs> Mike, Mike Was the- Was it a real tiger? Mike the Tiger is, uh, LSU, yeah, is he's an actual tiger that they trot out in a in a cage. Holy and crap! They, they park him in a cage next to the uh, tunnel where the opposing team players have to run out, so they have to run by an actual live tiger. Um, hmm. It's yeah, it's a real tiger. It's kind of crazy. So I figured I can't do college. I settled on pro sports teams as my focus for a couple reasons. So Chris, you talked about like you know having people vote on names. Yeah, and I realized like with pro sports, the mascots are always the result of like a market. <laughs> Marketing department or a focus group or just a branding campaign. And they, you know, it's they end up with just ridiculousness in their own ways. It's like bad puns. Just lazy <laughs> geographical references abound. <laughs> it's like this is where it's n- it's not anything like Mike the Tiger. Like no pro sports team would ever end up with Mike the Tiger. And aside from like you know like the glory days of the the late seventies and early eighties of pro sports, and, and we'll talk about that maybe later in the show. Most of these mascots these days are just they're they're so over polished and overthought. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do? I thought this would be a fun quiz. I'm gonna give you guys the name of the mascot for a pro. sports sports okay. team. Okay. And you guys together need uh-huh. to reverse engineer oh. like, okay, oh, okay, what pro sports team is it? Okay. And okay. Basketball, football, right. so baseball, these will be American. Hockey. These will be American pro sports teams. Yeah, the big four, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, right. pro okay. basketball, pro football, pro baseball, pro ice hockey. And just to give you a flavor, like, for example, like like the Buffalo Bills, okay? You know, yeah. the, the football mm-hmm. team, their, their mascot is... Billy Buffalo. Oh. You know, it's it's like Why okay. didn't you put that yeah. in the quiz? <laughs> we could have gotten at least one point. <laughs> they went with the first idea they had. Right, okay. right, right. Yeah. Uh the the San Jose Sharks, uh the hockey team here in our uh, our, our our hockey is SJ Sharky is there? Oh, is there, is there oh a mascot? Like Jose. Yeah. I that's... think his name should have been Jose. Jose yeah. <laughs> and virtually all of these are sort of anthropomorphized animals. Basically, like a person with a giant foam head of whatever yeah, the species like, of animal yeah, exactly. is. Exactly. Who can, yeah. All right. We need to make a costume. All right. Some dude's got to be in it. So here we go. All that set up for. So I will give you the name of the mascot wow. and the sport. 
Um, and you guys tell me, ideally you tell me city and team name, but remember, you can work together, you okay. can work together, all right. Gotcha. The complete answer will be city and team name, but okay. give me what you can. This okay. is going to be so frustrating for people who are going to go in sports. Yeah. Uh, this professional basketball team has a mascot. You don't have to tell us what sport. Oh, yeah? Are no, you wait. sure? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, he okay. does, oh. Karen. You know, Karen, Karen, there are a few Jeez. later in the quiz that I'll give you without the sport. Okay. How about that? Well, we'll do it that way. All right. All right. This is the pro basketball Thanks, team Karen. has a mascot named Blaze the Trail Cat. Uh-oh. Trailblazers. <laughs> yes. That is the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> Bla- sorry. Blaze, Blaze, Blaze the Trail Cat. The Trail Cat. Is there an animal oh, called the Trail Cat? He's, he's a mountain lion. Yeah, so as like a cat you might encounter on the trail. Oh my god, no! Is, oh man, I think that's I think that's one of Sonic the Hedgehog's friends in, yeah. in the cartoon, Blaze. I think. Who's the Bob Bigsby the Bobcat? Uh, uh, this pro football team has a mascot named Sourdough Sam. Oh, Sourdough Sam. Oh, Don't overthink no. it. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Is he a loaf it. of bread? <laughs> He's like a like a forty nine. Is he filled like with a, like a chowder? He's he was a minor. Orig- he was originally a oh. prospector. He was originally yeah. and like he was very stereotypical. <laughs> yeah. Like he had like the guns shooting him in the air. You know, like. <laughs> Like a Yosemite it's not Sam kind of. Prospectors kinda. did. Yeah. No, like, no. They have an axe because they're they, like they they're pan for gold. They're panning for but gold. But it's like he's the Sam the Panhandler. <laughs> right. or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> or he's like a line cook or something. Yeah. yeah. These are very broad <laughs> yes. caricatures. Yeah, he was actually so he was a human. He was the one that sort of okay. the non-animal sourdough yeah. Sam. So sourdough Sam. Very these days Sam he's just he, he's more sort of just sort of vaguely old westerny these days. Yeah, he's got the big hat <laughs> and the you know the jeans and the yeah, huh. but. He's a, a prospector. All yeah, right. uh, it could have been Denim Dan. That would have been Denim Dan. <laughs> He's gonna be Startup Sam in like fifty yeah. six years. Yeah. Yeah. Startup Stance. Yeah. Startup Stance. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's great. He's got his little tablet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Instead of nope. guns, he's got all these like, uh, like iPhones, t- yeah, iPhones, two iPhones, programming his app. Yeah, he's tweeting in one hand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This pro football team has a mascot named Gumbo the Dog. Gumbo pro football team. Pro football team. New Orleans yeah. Saints. Yeah. Yes, the New Orleans Gumbo Saints. Gumbo the Dog. Gumbo the Dog. When they have, oh, I guess. Wouldn't they have like a saint-like a saint. thing? But they have yeah. a couple of mascots. He's, he's one of their mascots. Was he a Saint Bernard? Yes, ah. yes, Saint Bernard. Right. Have to do it because Saint Louis. Oh. Wait, no, that's wrong. Wait, that's wrong. <laughs> it's actually more complex than that. If you want to get into it, we can unpack this. No. Uh, oh yes. Okay. Saint, I'm so glad you asked. Saint Bernard Parish in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Saint Bernard, the dog. Yeah. It. It does. Huh. Yeah. It's. You're making a lot of eye contact and speaking slowly. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. This professional football team has a mascot named Poe. P-O-E. Poe. Oh. Karen, yes. Baltimore Ravens. It is yeah. the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Great. It is great. I, I That's learned, pretty cool. It is pretty clever, right? And so you, they're they're called the Ravens directly as because as an um, because of Edgar Allan Poe. He spent, lived in Mar- uh, he, lived he, Baltimore. He lived and he died in Baltimore as in well, he's buried there. Yeah. They originally had an Edgar and an Allen and a Poe, and they kind of phased we're, out like, Edgar and Allen. Oh, all yeah. Ravens? Yeah, they were all Ravens. Uh-huh. They're again like, like anthropomorphized Ravens. Yeah, just, right. A group of ravens is calling unkindness. <laughs> oh, nice. So maybe this went down a one. I right? like that. A murder of crows and an unkindness, an unkindness of, ravens. of ravens. 
this basketball team has a mascot named God. Bernie. And Bernie. Oh, oh, oh uh, okay. Chris, right. yeah, yeah. Is this the Miami Heat? It is the Miami Heat. It, no! Because it burns And it's so good. B-U-R-N-I-E. Bernie. What is it? He's is like, it a flame? He's like <laughs> yeah, a vaguely fire? unidentifiable anthropomorphized flame ball. Fire? Like he's got like a basketball. Okay. He's, a, he's part red fur. He's a little yeah. kid with a magnifying glass and he goes around burning ants <laughs> during, <laughs> during the house. games. Mascot's a little kid <laughs> with a giant foam <laughs> magnifying glass. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. We're going to close out here with three and I'm not going to give you the sport, Karen. So the, as you have, make this a little trickier so you guys can uh, buzz in if you want you can work together so i'm okay. going to give you the name of the mascot you tell me the sport and the team okay? okay so that means that the sport will be hinted at in the mascot name okay all right what team has a mascot named iceberg 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 berg Dana. Uh, hockey. Yes. Pittsburgh? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah. and it is spelled Ice, B-U-R-G-H. Yes, Iceberg the Penguin. I didn't say the Penguin because that would have been a clue. So it's, okay. yeah, very clever. All right, next one. What team has a mascot named Stuff the Magic Dragon? <laughs> what? Stuff the Magic Dragon. Chris. Is this the Orlando oh, Magic, Magic of basketball? It is oh the God. Orlando Magic basketball team. Oh. Like, stuff. Stuff. Like, as in, as the in stuff the ball. Stuff the ball, yeah. yes. Okay. Stuff. Do they have to pay uh, residuals? <laughs> <laughs> I think they might. <laughs> I hope they are. All right, last one. Last one. Here we go. What sport and team has a mascot named the Swinging Friar? The Swinging Friar. And that's Friar as in like Friar Tuck. Uh -huh. Friar Tuck. Yeah, oh. not like a deep Friar. The Swinging Friar? Swinging Friar. Okay, well, it's baseball. It is baseball. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh. oh. Saint Dana. The Padres. It is. Oh, there we go. Oh. The San Diego Padres. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you didn't have a... Uh, You'd have Lucille in this quiz. We all know Lucille. Oh, well, no, but you know, but we talk about Lucille. Listeners yeah, don't. listeners at large might not know. Yeah, so Lucille is the mascot for the San not Francisco Lucille Giants. Ball. He's a he's, Lou, yeah. Lou space the seal, seal. Yeah. the seal, yeah. Lou the seal. But it's also sort of a reference to the San Francisco Seals, which were the pro baseball team for many years in the Pacific Coast. Oh, League I thought just because we had seals. It's sort of a way of also we do we got the seals right off the sea, coast. Sea lions, sea lions. Ah, sorry, oh. sea sorry. lions. Sorry, good catch. <laughs> but Lou, good catch. Lou sea lion <laughs> ruins the pun, though. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Lou the sea lion. It's like it's like a. Lucille Ball, if she were a charged particle. <laughs> Lucille Lion. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right, well, good job, guys. You, uh, wow. you you nailed every single one there. Well done. Okay, so I have a quiz for you guys. It is a product mascot quiz. I, I've tried to order it from, from easiest to hardest. All right. That's how my brain <laughs> wow. works, so that's yeah. good. Let's buzz in with the answers. We'll, we'll do it lightning style. We'll just try to okay. go through these. All, All right. right. This was the name of Domino's pizza mascot in the 80s and 90s. Uh, everyone. The, the Noid. Noid. The Noid. The Noid. Uh, yeah. He's uh, almost like an anti-mascot. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He would ruin your pizza. Right. <laughs> Sir Shakes a Lot, the burger thing, and Wizard of Fries were mascots for this fast food chain. Uh, 
uh, uh, McDonald's. No. No. Oh, is it? Sir shakes a lot. Karen. Wendy's. No. Whoa. I'm going to guess Burger King. It was Burger King. Burger King. Because well, yeah. I got the royalty. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah. Sir yeah. shakes a lot. Yeah. yeah. The wi- wizard I thought of it was fries. just sort of discarded McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, like, before, it was yeah. discarded Burger King Burger mascots. King. It felt like they were trying really hard yeah. to like right. copy <laughs> McDonald's. To create a whole like, When I think of world. a medieval setting, yeah, I think of burgers. <laughs> Leo the Lion is the mascot for which film company? Oh. Uh, Chris. Uh, MGM. Yes. Metro Goldwyn Meyer. Yes, yes. What is Jack in the Box's mascot's full name? Ooh. Oh. oh well, it's. Uh, Chris? <laughs> Jack N. Box. Oh, you're so close. Oh, really? Yeah. Colin? Jack D. Box? No. Mm. Jack I box. Uh, Jack I box. Like in the box. Jack I box. So as a bonus, do you remember he mentions his wife's name in one of the commercials? <laughs> do you remember her name? Her name Colin. is Cricket. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just like that name. I, I just wanted too. to ask that question. What? I, do too, yeah. I know he has Apropos a son. Of nothing. Yeah. Junior. Yeah. And I think I don't there, know why. And I think such a good mascot. I, I love it. I think there's one where he's wearing a sweatshirt and it says like he went to Ball State. Like it's kind <laughs> of ball, right? It's like I love this little universe I've yeah. created. Yeah. 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 It's very self-aware. <laughs> Um, what's the name of Toys R Us's mascot? <laughs> Karen. Jeffrey the Giraffe. Yes. Spelled Geoffrey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joffrey. The mascot for planter snacks. Oh, oh. Karen. Oh, is there a full name? Mr. Peanut? Mr. He, Peanut. Yeah. Okay. He, you know, the. What's the, his first name? His last name's Mr. <laughs> Mr. He had another name and it was super long, but it was the 14 year old kid who drew him first. Oh, named that's him. right. Right. Yeah. But it was not his official name, so I didn't include it. <laughs> yeah, okay. What are the names of the Cracker Jack mascots? Cracker. There are two of them. Oh. Oh, the boy. oh, sorry. I was thinking, sorry, Rice Krispies. I'm sorry. The boy uh, and the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it just like Crack and Jack? No. No. <laughs> the dog has its own is name. Is one of them Jack? No. Uh, kind of. Oh, is it Jacques? <laughs> no, no. Jackson. It's Sailor Jack. Sailor Jack. Oh, his okay. dog had a and his dog, dog crunch fries. Bingo. What? Bingo. 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 Oh, fries. You're on the right track. Yeah, Bingo. Yeah. The dog. Oh. yeah, because you know. Sailor Jack and Bingo. Uh, okay, all right. That's good. good that's good. That's good to yeah. know. Sailor Jack yeah. and Bingo. Yeah. That's good to know. Who is the mascot for Progressive Auto Insurance? Colin. Oh. Uh, that's Flo. Flo. Who's the um, insurance mascot? That's the cartoon with the spy, the that, spy cartoon. Yes, that is Aaron Insurance. Yes. Wow. That yeah, the uh, the voice actress for Aaron Insurance every now and again shows up at like Comic Cons and WonderCon uh, and stuff like that, least, signing I, we, autographs I for money. I sold a laptop to her. Oh wait, what? <laughs> she's local in San Francisco. The voice actress. <laughs> Well, that just stops on my story. Yeah. I saw her one yeah. time. You sold her a laptop. Yeah, like on my Craigslist. Old I yeah, donated Craigslist. her a kidney. How about that? Uh. I am Aaron yeah. Insurance. You should have been faster with the buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. It was on Craigslist. What's the name of the Hawaiian Punch mascot? Oh, oh. Chris. Punchy. Punchy. Oh. <laughs> 
Not like I thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be something clever. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> no. And he no. really punched people. He did. He would. He's like he wants a right punch, the, and right then he like face. Yeah. slams him in the face yeah. with his fist. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, "You like the punch? <laughs> Jokes on you." <laughs> they never get Hawaiian punch at all. Yeah. Soda for jerks. Yeah. <laughs> like full on assault. <laughs> <laughs> Which actress is the voice of the brown Eminem? Oh. oh. Colin. Uh, I, I know this because I think Karen told me it's Vanessa Williams. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. So full credit to you, Karen. I got that knowledge from your head. It was from, uh, yeah, our Good Job Brain Twitter, I think it was a tweet. Ah. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's a little, um, the cereal section. Um, the name of the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Chef. Oh. What? Oh. Toasty. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crunchy. No. <laughs> His name is Wendell. Wendell. Oh, Wendell. okay. Yeah. All I, right. I knew that because I watched a lot of Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, so like, Wendell. Yeah, yeah, Wendell. Yeah, yeah. Wendell. I guess that's just part of the commercial lore. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Is it canon? Sure. The name of the cornflakes rooster? Oh, that... Karen? Cornelius. Yes. Oh. The Honey Nut Cheerios Bee? Oh. I don't know she oh, yeah. What is his name? It's... Chris. Honey. No. <laughs> that's what his mom calls him. Oh. That's not his actual oh. I can't remember. Busby the bee. Buzz Busby. <laughs> Kellogg's Raisin Bran. Karen. Raisin. The sun. Oh. Uh, sunny? sunny? Yes, sunny. 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 Sunny the sun. I didn't know that he had a name. <laughs> okay. What's the name of the Orbit's uh, chewing gum woman? Oh, my gosh. She has a name? She has a well, Orbit's. I mean, she's a human being. <laughs> Orbit's. Huh. I have no idea. Miss Clean. No. It's got to be something that starts with O. Mouth like, clean. Like, no. like, clean. Start, mouth. Start with it's o. a British lady name. Oh. Odessa. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're so close. It's Vanessa. Oh. Oh, Vanessa. Ah, okay. Uh, wow. Did they ever. This is like. That's deep. That's deep. A, yeah. You got to be a, like a gum of A, a gum head. Yeah. <laughs> real gum head. <laughs> this mascot's real name was Honey Tree Evil Eye, and she featured in a very popular advertising campaign for beer. Honey Tree Evil Eye? Evil Eye. Yeah. That is the real name yeah. of Spuds McKenzie. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. And yep. do you know how long Spuds, the Spuds McKenzie um, advertising campaign ran? It was two years. Oh, was, really? I, was, yeah. I wasn't going to guess that short. I was going to guess like five years. Wow. Like only two years. And it was because moms against drunk diving were like this is, you're advertising this to kids you're advertising oh, yeah. it's a cute dog because there were all yeah. these stuffed toys and, too, yeah exactly yeah. went out with joe camel <laughs> yeah. yeah tom arnold voiced um an oven mitt who's the mascot for this <laughs> fast food chain oh, for a fast food chain <laughs> yeah karen arby's yes whoa tom arnold voiced an oven mitt <laughs> <laughs> I first thought that was going to be Hamburger Helper, but that doesn't sound like Tom Arnold. The second worst decision Tom Arnold ever made. So this mascot first appeared in 1889, and in the picture, he's holding a goblet of nails and glass, exclaiming in Latin what translates to, now is the time to drink. Oh, yes. His name is Bibidum, who is the Michelin... Tire Tire man. Michelin man. Yes. Because Michelin tires swallow all obstacles. Right. So he had a goblet full of nails. And that poster, that concept art was originally for a beer company uh, that the artist drew. 
and then quickly they they, they didn't they quickly modified it because it's like this tire company needs a mascot. Uh, okay, well he's now made he of tires. Drake's nails and yep. yeah, you get it. It's <laughs> like mm. and they did. Yeah, yeah. they got it. Drake's nails. The, the, the John Draper of their office <laughs> yeah. when it had pitched that they one. Sold yeah. Yeah. They sold it. They sold it really well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last question. What is the first name of the Pringles mascot? Oh. The guy with the mustache. Oh, dang it. I, it's. <sighs> I didn't know he. Yeah, no, he. Did. Crisp? No. Pop? No. <laughs> is it, is it like Phineas or something like that? Yeah, it's in that spirit. It's, oh, what I, I was... It is. Maximilian. Julius. Julius. Julius, Julius Pringles. Julius Pringles. Oh, his last name <laughs> yes. is Pringles? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, Julius Pringles. Wow. we got to remember that one, along with Horatio Magellan Crunch. And <laughs> I like these names a lot. That's great. A lot. There you go. Mascots. <laughs> that was awesome. Let's take a quick break. A word from our sponsor. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. and Jethro, Box of Oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the Box of Oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Okay, in Dana's quiz, we had a lot of old or tired or retired mascots and uh, i want to talk about one particular mascot back in the day when there was orange juice concentrate you know like the frozen orange juice that we mm-hmm. drink yeah. now it used to be crappy like people used to not oh, drink yeah. it when i was a kid it was bad even so in those days how to make orange juice concentrate is really they just boil out the water mm. and then they oh. freeze oh. it okay a lot of people never really drank the orange juice because it tasted gross. Oh, they yeah. used to come in a like a crappy can, so oh, yeah. it might taste like metal. It just, I remember, oh, oh I, I remember quite clearly, like after school when I was a kid, like going over to friends' houses and like yeah. it just Water. it just tasted like I don't know, not, like I was on so like a, like what you would get on an airplane or something. You would have been yeah. that's what we had at our house. You would have been super disappointed had we been friends. I liked making oh. it. I liked opening oh, yeah. the can. That was fun. But even and, like, before we were it. kids, can you imagine how even like worse it was, would have been. that tasted? It was it was bland. You <laughs> oh and, yeah, and, sure. And mm-hmm. the thing is, when you you're boiling the you orange, boiled juice. off. Yeah, you right, boiled yeah. off a lot of the stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, and so 
in the 50s and 60s, that's when they ramped up in technology and science. A bunch of scientists developed a process where they mix that boiled down gross concentrate and they actually added real juice to it uh, um, and added back vitamin <laughs> C and like a, a orange oil and all that huh. stuff that got boiled up. <laughs> okay. They added it back, back in. in. So now it actually tastes more like orange juice. And because they were under a lot of pressure, like we gotta, we gotta sell this. And people yeah. weren't drinking orange juice. How do we get people to drink more orange juice? Part of this big marketing and science push is, of course, from the Florida Citrus Commission. Yeah, it makes sense that Florida would be motivated yeah. to yeah. make good juice available to yeah, the world. Right. Grapefruit, yeah. orange, like yeah. they definitely. And I'm guessing it's easier to. Uh, make orange juice concentrate in Florida and then ship, ship that out. all over around the, the you know, the And even United make States. it a thing. Right, yeah. Make it a thing that, mm -hmm. you know, every household would have. Mm -hmm. Of course, this leads to one of my favorite things to talk about, which is Disney. Disney. Yeah. Ah. So, the Florida Citrus Commission represented in the parks as Florida citrus growers, which sounds more homey. It makes you picture farmers instead of people in business suits. Exactly. Yeah. And, and this is this is when a lot of the Disney theme park attractions, it was all very heavily kind of corporate sponsored, right? So Yep. Okay. So a contract was signed on October twenty-second, nineteen sixty-nine formalizing the Florida Citrus Commission's underwriting of a, quote, tropical bird show attraction at the cost of $3 million. This tropical bird show, yeah. us Californians or Disneyland goers know it as the Tiki Room. The Enchanted, the Enchanted Tiki, Tiki Room. Tiki room. Yeah. Um, it is renamed. Sponsored by Dole, yes. right? Here in, the, in California. Sponsored by Dole in well, Disney World, when they're debuting it, it was uh -huh. called the Tropical Serenade. Oh. All parts of the pineapples were removed <gasps> and replaced with oranges. <gasps> I'm scandalized. Um, they just like reskinned it with different yeah. citrus. They yeah. have um, they have animatronic birds, uh, Clyde and I forgot. I mean, I, I can look it up, but uh, it's okay, two, Karen. It's yeah, all right. Two it's okay. animatronic birds outside as you're waiting for the attraction. They'll they'll talk and they'll spit out jokes and they even like sneak in some orange, uh, some citrus like comedy lines. <laughs> in there. Uh, but the, the brilliance is so there is a dedicated hut it's like a snack stand okay mm -hmm. everything in there is citrus related it's called the sunshine terrace not only that the whole park tomorrowland adventureland whatever always has orange juice on the menu um they have oh. other dishes that incorporate citrus uh. they don't really say like brought to you by this but they make sure it's in a lot of parts of the park so, for example, some of the food, very <laughs> outdated. Tangerine cheesecake, Fiji chicken with orange chunks, Ooh. specialty hamburger plate with Florida citrus jello. There is a cottage cheese jubilee salad oh. consisting of cottage cheese mixed in with tiny bits of oranges. That sounds sure. so 70s. Yeah. It is. It is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is. This is totally 70s. And at the Sunshine Terrace, which is the citrus centric uh, snack stand there is a special item it is called the citrus swirl and what <gasps> it is it's soft serve half of it is vanilla half of it is like like frozen like an orange, orange sherbet type thing yep. oh, okay and then it's swirled and you eat it so it's creamy and it's tangy so this <laughs> so all, it's so they don't they don't have the dole whip yeah, they, still, the they whip. still have dole whip oh um, they do but somewhere else somewhere else okay but this is the dedicated but this is the 
the special Disney World thing, yep. the citrus swirl. You can't get it in Disneyland. So Just trying to jealous. indoctrinate their visitors into yeah. a yeah. world of citrus. Yep. It, part of the deal. Uh-huh. Part of this deal. W-E-D now is, I guess, Imagineering. But they, they had to make Pluto orange. They had to design a character, <laughs> oh. a mascot oh. for Go Orange, I okay. guess. Yeah. It has a pro-orange oh, agenda. Okay. I vaguely know this because this is like your favorite Disney character, okay. right? Your I'm going to show so you guys. Some, okay. some designer got some notes. We need orange, but edgy yep. cute. Yeah, yep. we, we need orange, make it cute, make it Disney. I'm going to show you a picture of, of this character. Just tell me what, what you see. Orange bird. orange bird. It's, yeah. an, it's called it orange an orange bird. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's his name. It's so, orange bird. So they didn't spend That's a lot really of time good. on this. No. no, it's perfect. Because it is, it you, is pretty great. It makes everybody be like, oh, it's a bird, but it has an orange head. It's an orange bird. Yep. The little leaves are coming out of his head, and then the leaves are his arms. And, and his wings. Or his wings, rather. Yeah. Because birds don't have arms. It's really good. Yeah. That they really well I, it's, pretty, it's very yeah. cute. It's very cute. I, I personally... Love this character. I think it's simple. I think it's to the point. Mm-hmm. I think it's minimalistic. It doesn't have a lot of like bells no. and whistles. Kind of looks like Huey, Dewey, and Louie got uh, oh, meningitis. And then both. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so Orange Bird debuted. And of course, Orange Bird has to have a backstory and have to have song and dance. So they've enlisted the Sherman brothers, who are famous for writing uh, all the Disney oh. Classic yep. Disney hits. It's all a the small songs world. Mary Poppins. Yeah. And they even have the the Orange Bird, the story of the Orange Bird huh. songs. Not only is this a Disney character, this is also the Florida Citrus Commission character as well. So now Orange Bird is now on a lot of the print ads, the TV ads. Oh, so um, they're allowed to use him in their so, yeah, own this stuff. Yeah, basically oh, okay. that was part they of the deal. Uh, Interesting. And <laughs> so is this character still used? So the Florida Citrus Commission also had another spokesperson. Her name is Anita Bryant, and she was a singer. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, both Anita Bryant... And Orange Bird would be together in ads. To, they were kind like, of packaged like, together. Like Paula Abdul and the cat? Yes. Or, oh, yes. oh yeah. okay, like great. Like the opposites of Trap Cat. Yeah. He had a name. MC Scat Cat. Wow. <laughs> oh, All right. Good night, everyone. Listen, we're going home. Yeah. That was wow. peak, peak trivia for the episode right there. MC wow. Scat Cat. Awesome. Wow. Okay. Anita Bryant uh, had a little bit of controversy because she is openly very anti-LGBT. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And very outspoken about it, uh, which caused a mm-hmm. lot of people to boycott orange juice. In the 70s. In the 70s. So a lot of people are like, because you're against this and you're the spokesman for orange juice, we're going to register our discontent by not buying orange juice. Okay. Actually, gay bars all over uh, the states took- Stop serving screwdrivers? Stop serving screwdrivers. Oh my God. And replaced them with uh, vodka and apple juice, which is named the Anita Bryant. Oh. So her- Popular, her own music career and popularity declined wow. because of this. So did, you know, Orange hmm. Hoopla, all this like partnership kind of died in popularity. Oh, and so Orange going Bird. down with her. Oh, Orange no. Bird. Orange Bird. Oh, no. So Orange Bird didn't ask for any of this. <laughs> no. Poor old Orange Bird. Orange Bird was retired. And, and, and the thing is, outside of Florida or outside of Disney World, no one really knew about Orange Bird because it's not like he's in a, he's in a cartoon or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then 20 years later, it, there is a weird resurgence. There are two parts of this resurgence. It's so strange. I remember, Chris, you talked about Delta debuting Song Airline, yes. which is their quote, women, yeah. not, targeted to women <laughs> yeah. airline. Yeah. In their in-flight entertainment system, in the music system, there was like a Disney classics playlist. One of the songs was the Orange Bird song. And people were like, oh, what is this? The other thing is, in Japan, there is a holiday known as Orange Day. And that's mm. you like a custom where you give your kind of like a kind of like a Valentine's thing. Like you give someone you like an orange. Okay. With Disney merchandise, you can see a lot of some orange bird floating around in the merchandise stuff, even though he's retired. <laughs> uh, but no one knows who he is. Somehow the Japanese latched onto it. And they started producing Orange Bird merchandise without really knowing any of the full Florida <laughs> story. Because he's so cute. Like, he's like, you know, he's like a character. Because of a, a lot of these weird kind of Orange Bird cameos throughout the years, finally, Orange Bird returns to the Sunshine Tree Terrace on April 17th, 2012. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. And he's back. And so is the Citrus Swirl. So are all the orange treats. One of the greatest days of my life. (laughs) Is the citrus, it went away for a while, the citrus swirl? Yep. Yeah. I would try that. Okay. Well, as with Colin, who heard the title of this episode and was like, well, I guess (laughs) I'm doing sports. Uh, I have prepared the obligatory video game mascot quiz. Please, please be gentle with us, Chris. No, uh, I, I shan't. However, <laughs> however denied. So the, I'm sort of varying up the ways in which I ask these questions. All right, are we, are we buzzing? All in? right, um, you are buzzing in. Okay, and and man. buzz in with pride if you know these answers. <laughs> All right, here we go. Wow. Okay. Oh man. The mascot of the uh, video game company Accolade is this kind of real-life big cat whose Latin name is Lynx Rufus. Lynx Rufus. Lynx Rufus. Uh, Colin. Is it a mountain lion? It's not a mountain lion. Hmm. Well, is it mountain lion, puma? I'm I'm just looking for the type of big cat. Hmm. Carrot. Panther. Not panther. Mentioned by Karen earlier in the in the show. It's Bubsy the Bobcat. Bobcat. Oh, Bobcat. oh, I thought you meant the company. <laughs> oh, no, just the, the... The game. The mascot is this kind of real-life big cat. Oh. Latin oh, name is Lynx Rufus. Oh, oh. Yes. I was, like, thinking the logo. I was like, oh, what's oh, that? You know okay. what I mean? Of, of right, the, right, the right, company. Right, right. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, sorry. Um, what, we're, what we're talking about here are not necessarily just main characters in a video game, but characters that have... Uh, they Maybe they were main characters in a video game, but the company tried to make them emblematic of that company. They're in some way uh, elevated beyond a single video game into being emblematic and representative of that company. Bubsy the Bobcat. Yeah, man, that game is terrible. Pretty bad. Mm That was the it was the era, and I'm not going to ask about a lot of these because that was the era of um, many, many, many animal mascots. There was <laughs> Aw- Awesome Possum, Rocky Raccoon, Zero the Kamikaze Squirrel. Mm. Everybody was trying to do something. Yeah, <laughs> didn't work out. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> the game company Asmic had a pink dinosaur for a mascot in Japan. He was called Asmic Kun. They were like, Mr. Asmic. Uh, this would not fly in the U.S. They had a contest to name him. And the winning name 
was a name that was shared by Herbert Jefferson's character on Battlestar Galactica. Who did Herbert <laughs> Jefferson play? Karen. Apollo. Not Apollo. Starbuck. The role was later played by Grace Park. Boomer. Oh, Boomer. 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 <laughs> Nintendo's longtime mascot, Mario. Mar- Mario. 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 Was named after a real-life person oh. named Mario. Yes. What relationship did that person have with Nintendo of America? Karen. He was the super of the building that Nick... Nintendo America was the offices were in New York. Yeah, basically. He was the landlord of their first business park. Ah. (laughs) Yes, Mario Sigali. This gaming mascot's original name was Mr. Needlemouse. Oh, Dana. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Needlemouse. Hedgehog hedgehog in Japanese is actually Harinezumi, which means Needlemouse. Needle, 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 needle rodent, Needlemouse. You can see that. Gex, G-E-X, Gex, the would-be mascot of the failed 3DO gaming system, was this sort of animal, who would later become the long-running mascot of an insurance company. Gecko. Gecko. And he had his own, it was his own game, right? Or, I mean, it was... Yeah, yeah, he had a game. Okay. Had a game. The musical duo... Buckner and Garcia had a top 10 hit single in 1982 that they wrote about this gaming company mascot. God, that's not Pac-Man Pac- Fever, is it? Yeah, Pac-Man. Uh, Colin? Is it Pac-Man it's Fever? It's Pac-Man Fever. Oh, okay. 1982. That I didn't is, know he was the went... company mascot, but he is, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He is the company okay. mascot okay. of okay. Kobondai yeah. games. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, hit number nine on the Billboard wow. Hot 100 huh. in March 1982. <laughs> wow. Pac-Man Fever. Wow. Can you <laughs> imagine? Bored. Can you imagine yeah. today a song? I mean, well, Angry Birds Fever. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know what? Maybe it's not it. so ridiculous. Yeah, Candy Crush. Yeah. I got a Candy Crush on you. Oh, oh it writes hey. itself. Oh my That's god. It. All right. This popular character. Absolutely emblematic of the game console on which he appears, by the way. Uh, this popular character is uh, an anagram of cream fetish. <laughs> Just wanted to say cream, cream fetish. Race. Fetish cream. Master Chief? Master oh. Chief. Oh. Halo. Yeah. Halos. Halo. Sorry. Yep. Halos. Master, Master Chief. Chief. All right. Cream fetish. Cream fetish. Cream fetish. <laughs> uh, the name of uh, Sony's erstwhile mascot character is uh, one of a species of small marsupials native to Australia and New Guinea. Colin. Uh, Crash Bandicoot? Crash Bandicoot. Oh. Yes. Like many marsupials, bandicoots have a bifurcated penis. Oh, okay. Whoa. The yep. tag teaming penis, right? Like yep. the double headed. Yeah. I don't recall seeing too much of those in the video games. <laughs> no. yeah. I mean, yeah, I no. like, you know. was that in the video game? Yeah, you play the games a lot deeper than I do, though, so no, it's the, possible. The yeah. yeah, the ratings board. <laughs> Cut those out. Yeah, what's the rating sticker for bifurcated penis? <laughs> BP, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you hardly ever see that on the, <laughs> oh rare on the game boxes. Yeah. 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 Okay. But. Crash Bandicoot was not the first mascot uh, on the PlayStation. The first mascot for the PlayStation brand was a character based on a... He was based on a thing. He was sort of based on a concept 
Uh, and that concept, <laughs> the word for that concept is derived from the Greek words for many and corners. Poly- polygon. Polygon. Oh. Yes. Uh, polygon man. Was the per- <laughs> it, is a, it is a purple man's uh-huh. head telling you that you are not ready to play the PlayStation. Like like the 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 dude like in Star Fox. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like a disembodied yeah. head. Yeah. They got rid of him pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it's pretty creepy. Cuz pretty bad. Yep. Nice. Yeah, and that's that. Cool. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages. Teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. All right. And we have one last segment. I'm going to wrap it up where we started, which is, again, with sports mascots. All right. Uh, and I had alluded to the uh, sort of the glory days of the late 70s and early 80s. Uh, I want to tell you guys about... Yuppie. You guys know who Yuppie, the mascot? Y O U P P I exclamation point. Yuppie! Was, Wait, was this, uh, this has got to be some terrible idea for like an Olympic mascot or world. Like, it doesn't mascot. seem like it's US. You know, yeah. you, wow, you guys are, you guys are all just dancing right around it. Yeah, Yuppie is French. Okay. Uh, okay. Yuppie was the mascot for the, <laughs> the, the Montreal Expos baseball team. Oh, oh okay, uh, okay. And, and Yuppie is like French for Yippie. So I, Yuppie! That's what I thought it was be, but I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Yuppie! is a groundbreaking oh. pro sports mascot. Uh, and I'm just going to tease it with that. <laughs> and we, we will wind up there and I'll find out do, how he was groundbreaking. Do you mean like they, they dug a hole in the ground? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And you peed it? The 70s were funny. Like, you know, like there were mascots for pro teams before the 70s. You know, I mean, like mm-hmm. Mr. Met, the mascot for the Mets, New York mm-hmm. Mets baseball team, who's like basically just a guy with a giant baseball yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he dates back to the early 60s. And, you know, so that wasn't a new idea. But the costume mascots that kind of fell out of favor you know just generally toward the end of the 60s and oh. i don't know if it's because they were maybe a little too corny a little yeah. too earnest the, the late 70s in america there was kind of like this resurgence though of like how do we get mascots on pro sports teams and have them be interesting and cool so they're kind of like <laughs> three sort of like the, the the big three of that era okay. were the the san diego chicken <laughs> the the phoenix suns gorilla and the Philly Fanatic. That's Fanatic uh, with the oh, PH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, out of those, yeah, yeah, I can see you guys kind of nodding with some recognition. Mm-hmm. You may have seen the Philly Fanatic, mm-hmm. who's just sort of this big, sort of 
not really human, but humanoid, <laughs> yeah. hairy, green, they, yeah, yeah weird, weird sort of mouth, nose extrusion on his face. Okay. And sort of in order, the San Diego Chicken came along in the 1970s. Wait, which, team, which the baseball? So the San Diego Chicken was unofficially a mascot of the Padres. Okay. And I mean, it sounds crazy to say it, but he was sort of like a local celebrity chicken, if you will. Oh, a real in, chicken. In San Diego. No, no, he was a guy in a oh, chicken okay. suit. Okay. But, you know, he was a cartoon and he was sort of created in San Diego, started attending Padres games as part of marketing stunts, basically, and sort of just became popular with the fans, with okay. it show them on TV. People okay. would sort of recognize, like, oh, hey, there's the San Diego chicken. You know, you couldn't have predicted this. Like, and it kind of had to happen organically. Sort of the same thing with the Phoenix Suns gorilla. Like, to make a very long story short, this is, I'm not making this up, one night... A guy showed up at the Phoenix Suns game. He had been sent as a singing telegram wearing a gorilla oh. suit. Like oh. a fan of the team had sent like, hey, you know, kind of as like a prank or a joke. Go to the arena. So the guy shows up and the, sort of the security crew at the arena is like, you know, you should hang out and sort of just, you should just sort of caper a little bit under the, under the hoops, just like caper. during, during breaks in the action, <laughs> you know, just yeah, just hijinks for the crowd. And yeah. And he proved to be a hit. And oh, of course, long story short, uh-huh. the, the gorilla became an official part of the Phoenix Suns wow. basketball team. That's more. Cool. Yeah. That's he's one of the cool. more well-known ones, but those were really just literally people in suits who got turned into mascots. Okay. Uh, the Philly, Fanatic was commissioned by the oh. by the, the Philadelphia yeah. Phillies. They sort of saw the success of the chicken. They're like, so this is <laughs> this is you know only pro sports, only pro sports people, right? They just yeah. they saw how well this chicken was doing. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, God, this chicken just has an it factor. (laughs) Why? We can't put our finger on it. But uh, in 1977, the Phillies uh, commissioned the uh, Harrison Erickson firm, which was basically a a firm that spun out of the Jim Henson uh, days. Oh, I was just going to say, it looks like a a Muppet. Absolutely. The Philly fanatic is very Muppet-like because he was made by people who came out of the Muppet, you know, sort of studios. Yeah, yeah, Uh exactly. That's right. And they, they specifically wanted something that was going to bring families to the ballpark and this was sort of novel like they commit they wanted a mascot that wasn't directly tied to the sport you know what i mean like they didn't <laughs> want a guy with a baseball for a head they wanted something just goofy and fun and you know why because if he's a head then they can make him wear different things absolutely and be a, be a- spokesperson for the city or for yeah and he was a hit people love the philly fanatic all right so successful was the philly fanatic that two years later the montreal expos in oh, 1979 yes we're UP. coming back to up hmm. they said basically they said we want a philly fanatic of our own and so they commissioned the same firm oh. they commissioned harrison erickson said make us a mascot basically in the same style as the philly fanatic so they made up up is a little more humanoid like like he okay. kind of looks like a like a like a fairy fantasy creature. So the, the Expos had been in Montreal since 1969. They were named after Expo 67. Yet yeah. another thing on the show named after World, a World, World Fair, yeah. right? Uh, and they had been having losing season after losing season after losing season. UP comes along in 1979, mm-hmm. first winning season for the Montreal Expos. What? So now. After the 2004 season, the Expos moved. They left Montreal. 
Yeah. And they, they are the team that's now the Washington Nationals. So they, oh, you know, as teams right. often do, they relocate. And when they relocate, they will change their name. So when you, the Washington Nationals basically inherited kind of the history of the Montreal <laughs> Expos, yeah. Yeah. but not the name. And the fate of Yuppie was kind of up in the air. Right. Now, what? Yeah. After, out of a after, job. after many years there at the end of decidedly average. speaking Americans, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Across the country, yeah. They're not going to. Yeah necessarily have an affinity with Yuppie. Right. So, so the Expos had not been great in their final years in Montreal. I mean, the records were, again, kind of back to average, below average. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fair to say the, that a lot the of... The Yuppie bump was <laughs> over, basically. Yeah, the yeah. Yuppie bump had dropped, yeah. right. But, and then things got serious. Other teams in Montreal started bidding. They're like, we want to keep Yuppie. Like, you can take the team with you, but we want to keep Yuppie's Montreal-born, Montreal-bred. He's French. Triumphantly, in September 2005, the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, the Habs? the, The hockey team, the Canadiens, right? They announced that they had won the rights to Yuppie. So here is where Yuppie is breaking ground. Yuppie is the first mascot to be traded or yeah. sold, depending on how you had to look at it. Over. Not just from one team to another, but crossing sports. Cross over. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. So Yuppie is now proudly still in Montreal, uh, proudly sports uh, Canadians uh, sweaters instead of uh, Expos jerseys when he appears. Wow. And he's a lot more violent. And they, yeah, 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 he gets pen, he gets penalty minutes on a regular basis mm-hmm. now. So he's a hockey mascot now. And here again, where the genius of not making him sports specific exactly. works, because it's not like the New York yeah. Rangers could take Mr. Met. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, he's hockey now. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. why is his head a baseball? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the fact that he's yeah. so completely removed and abstract from everything. Yeah, it worked out perfectly. Right. It made right, him right. sport agnostic. Yep. So that's the tale of Yuppie, the Montreal-bound mascot. He has like a Cheetos color. He's very furry. He's orange furry, but he has Mm -hmm, white mm -hmm. part in his face. It looks like an upside-down ovary. That's what it looks like. Oh, yeah, it does. It's yeah. like a guy with it a does. beard. It looks like a big Cheeto. I don't yeah. know. But again, yeah. you're right. It looks like a, a, a cross-section diagram. Upside-down ovary yep, you, of the uterus. Yep. We took Garfield and the female reproductive system and Here's combined them. Right, it's abstract. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And that is our show. Thank you guys for joining me. And thank you guys, listeners. Uh, for listening in, hope you learned a lot of stuff about product mascots, video game mascots, uh, Orange Bird. I want and, some orange swirl. Oh, my God. Some... C- citrus swirl. Oh, I'm Colin. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm ignorant. It is so delicious. <laughs> like, I eat it every time I'm there. And you can, of course, find our show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. Thanks for our sponsor, Harry's. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.